0: And welcome back to Destination 831. How are you? I'm Coach Casey. So excited to have you with us because you are going to be fascinated by our guest, Daniel Troya. Daniel's a young man I've known for almost 10 years, and it's just so exciting to see somebody who is uh, pursuing their dreams. Daniel is now a filmmaker, and he's going to tell us all about his brand-new movie, We're All In This Together, which involves a pretty amazing story. First of all, Daniel, welcome in at Destination 831. It's so good to see you again, Thank my you. friend.
1: Happy to be here. You know, yeah. we were just talking. We've been, we've been friends for about eight years, something yeah. like that. We met when I was bartending at Chili's, you know. And
0: Imagine that. I met a bartender. Who <laughs> would have known?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So happy to be here, definitely. Yeah.
0: And even back then, you were going to school. There was something about you, right? You were a student and, and, and uh, was filmed something that was on your radar, something that you were thinking about wanting to make at some point?
1: You know what's funny is, honestly, no. Hmm. Um, in 2014, I, I rode my, my bike across the country with a friend and uh, I just bought a GoPro with me and um, I was just filming random things and then I'd say about three quarters through the trip, I thought, you know, maybe I can turn this into a film, you know, right. and then um, yeah, I went on another bike trip in 2016 and that one I planned, I, I rode across Europe and I, um, I planned to make a film with all I had was a GoPro and I came back after three months and then I made another film. It's called Two Wheels to Freedom. And, uh, yeah, and that, just, that film focused on just the freedom that you experience while you're riding a bicycle um, across the country, you know? Yeah. And uh, wow. so that's where I kind of fell into it, you know? And then this last film I just made, um, in 2014, I was riding my bike from Portland, Oregon, back to Monterey, and I ran out of food and money. Whoa. And uh, so I stood on the corner with a sign that said, biking across country, ran out of food, anything helps. And I was fascinated by just how many people came up. And when, when someone would either give me like a dollar or two or some food, a lot of people were sharing stories about when they faced adversity in their lives. You know, and I remember thinking, man, this is pretty amazing. I never would have met any of these people if I wasn't standing on the corner with a sign. That's true. And what really stood out to me, there was one man who um, offered to buy me a sandwich with his food stamps. He was homeless. And that's where um, that really resonated with me, you know, and and, and, um, that that particular event inspired the film, you know, which I went on to film three years later. Yeah. So So
0: you're up. in That happened to you back 2014 and enough of uh, an inspiration to get you to take on this task that is just it's amazing when when folks find out about what you've done. We're all in this together. You're going to have a chance to, in fact, catch the premiere of Daniel's fine film. That's going to be Saturday, January 18th, 7 p.m. at the Lighthouse Theater uh, over in Pacific Grove. So from that moment where you met the guy with the food stamps and all these other encounters that you otherwise would not have had, tell us uh, how that got you on to uh, We're All in This Together.
1: Well, you know, um, man, I think just like a lot of other Americans, around 2015, I just, I just started personally feeling all the tension and division in the country. I feel like it started really ramping up around then. And on, uh, I think everybody was feeling it. And uh, I th- so that's, that was something else that really wanted me to, to go out on the road and just want, kind of wanted to hopefully be able to capture some, you know, some moments of humanity in a positive way. Yeah. You know, because all we'd been hearing is just negative, 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 and just yeah, division. Sides have been divided. Totally, sure, totally. You're so, hoping to
0: bridge the gap, or at least see, or at least what's experience happening. it for experience myself it. too. Right. You
1: know, because um, sure. I mean, I was feeling it too. I was feeling down definitely, and I was hoping that this experience would help me learn about the human connection. You know, mm-hmm. so that's the that's what really why I hit the road, and so I left um, Monterey, no food, no money, and had my sign that said biking across country ran out of food, anything helps. And I grabbed some camera glasses, hidden camera glasses, right. because I wanted to capture real genuine moments with people. And if they were to see me filming, then it, they, it wouldn't be natural. Sure. So I had these camera glasses. And after somebody would help me, um, I'd say, Do you have a story about when somebody helped you in your life? Or and then people were sharing stories with me. And of course, afterwards, um, I would say, Hey, I'm actually making a documentary. Do you mind if if I use this footage and they would sign a waiver. Yeah. But in the moment, it was all real, genuine reactions. And uh, yeah, so I also packed a, uh, I had a GoPro um, that I strapped to my chest to give that interesting perspective on a bicycle. And I, I brought a drone too, for the really scenic shots. Right. And um, yeah, hit the road and headed east towards New York. That was my goal to get to New York.
0: Just from Monterey. And they said, all right, that's it. I'm out of here on my bike Yeah. with my sign.
1: Yeah, definitely. And and I, I do have to mention that was my third bike tour there. So there were certain aspects of it that I had experience with as far as bike touring. Mm-hmm. I had my tent, my sleeping bag, I had cooking gear right. and I knew that I could, um, uh, I didn't need much as far as money to get, to get by because a, p- a pound of pasta was $2. Yeah. Right. And uh, I ate a lot of tuna, a lot of peanut butter and jelly. And then before I left, I, I read a book on dumpster diving and, uh, because I knew that was going to be an option as well. Right. And I was shocked to, to see how much food gets thrown away in the back of supermarkets. Oh, I so, bet. So as time went on, I felt like I had a pretty mm-hmm. good system as far as panhandling in front of grocery stores and then um, the option of dumpster diving. So I felt like I had a good routine. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
0: That's pretty amazing. You find yourself on the road doing all that. What, what goes through your mind when you're in a dumpster digging for food, a, a young lad from Monterey, California. Yeah,
1: definitely excitement. I mean, every, every dumpster was different, you know. I mean, some dumpsters you'd find, uh, like, a whole thing of bagels. A lot of dumpsters, it was in the summertime, so there was a lot of strawberries, a lot of apples, um, bananas were always there. There was always, um, yeah, a lot of bread. Um, I, you know, a couple of times I found steaks. Wow. Um, I didn't cook those, but um, <laughs> yogurt. And so there was always... Um, yeah, different. Every dumpster had something different to offer.
0: Always something. Dumpster diving and dining. I think if you wanted to approach the food network, uh, you might be on something. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Troy is our guest. He is a filmmaker. We're all in this together. A chance for you to catch this film in its premiere Saturday, January 18th, Lighthouse Theaters in Pacific Grove. Other ways online. Somebody wants to check out a trailer or some other information how would they do that
1: yeah definitely to check out the trailer go on youtube and search we are all in this together trailer and then it should be the second video that's that's on the list and you'll see it's me riding on on, through a mountain pass and uh yeah that's the trailer for the film it'll give it give you a good uh, example of what the film is going to be like
0: how long did it take you uh this journey when you left monterey to your destination tell us about that
1: well, originally I was planning on just getting to New York, right, okay. and that was my goal. And uh, um, after three months on the road, I felt like, you know what? Um, I feel like I haven't found whatever.
0: You're still looking had, for America. St-
1: st- yeah, I hadn't. I hadn't. It just didn't feel finished, right? You know. So I um, I ended up staying on the road for seven months. Wow. Um, crossed the Rocky Mountains twice. Crossed the Rocky Mountains going into Colorado and then cross the Rockies coming back through Montana. And in the Montana one, after that, that was in October. And that's when I feel like my body was saying, okay, I've had enough. And that was at, I think, five months. So the last two months on the road, uh, my body was not feeling good. Yeah. Um, just complete exhaustion. And it wasn't only that, it was just being outside constantly. And I felt like the effort of just, I had to always be like be out in public right. with my sign you know, and I, I was sleeping in public, so well, I was, it was
0: just you. You didn't have a side. Oh yeah, kick.
1: that's the other thing too. I didn't bring a crew because once again, I wanted to capture the genuine reactions of people, and I didn't yeah. want to. I didn't want anybody to know I was making a film in the moment. And um, so, you know, sleeping outside, uh, and honestly, in the summertime, it. I was having a great time being out on the road, sure. and then just when it started getting cold. I mean, there was a couple nights in Montana when it was thirteen degrees, wow. and I um I didn't have gear for that. I wasn't expecting it to be that cold in, in the first week of October. So. And, you know, I was wearing all of my, every single piece of clothing I had in my sleeping bag. And I feel like that's where, it just took a lot out of my body at that point. Sure. I just feel like I, I didn't feel the same after that.
0: Just drained you.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And so that's when, and, you know, uh, I grew a beard as well. And as time went on, I was receiving uh, less help. And there's no question in my mind that it was because of my appearance. Interesting. And I honestly think that, I mean... Uh, I think I was putting out a different vibe compared to in the in the beginning of the of, of the trip when mm-hmm. I was fresh and I felt strong and yeah. I was cleaner, clean cut. You know, I I feel like I was more approachable. But as time went on and I was you know I was feeling broken down, um, you know I started getting harassed a little bit because and once again I I believe it's because of my looks. When I was standing on the corner, you know people would be yelling at me and things like that. That was happening more often and I think that that just was. It was weighing down on me and, and I was putting out a different vibe, which which in turn made me receive less help, which was kind of interesting, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, definitely.
0: That's Daniel Troy. He's our guest <laughs> and the director, the star. He's done everything. <clears throat> We're all in this together, which is premiering Saturday, January the 18th at the Lighthouse Theaters in Pacific Grove, 7 p.m. How's would you go with the title?
1: Oh, you know what's funny is uh, the very last day I was riding back home into Monterey. And uh, I it just. Must have been a nice feeling. Oh, man. Unreal. <laughs> unreal. Yeah. And um, I was just talking to the camera. It was just my own footage. I, I knew it wasn't going to be in the movie. It was just me kind of reflecting on how I was feeling. And the very last thing I said was, I feel like, we're, I just feel like we're all here together, is what I said, mm-hmm. you know? And. Um, After sharing some stories with my uncle, um, he he used the the term "we're all in this together," and I thought, well, the last thing I said was "we're all here together," but I like "we're all in this together." It just kind of fit the theme of um, what I experienced. And by that, I mean, I mean when I was just hearing these stories from people, and I was you know meeting people from all all over the country. Actually, excuse me, all over the world. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, and people were sharing stories with me, and I felt like you know even though this person is from Colombia. Right. Sure. They, their story resonates with me and I can relate to it. Right. You know, we grew up in different parts of the world, but different we had similar languages, all sorts. Exactly. Of things, right. But it, when it comes down to the human experience, I feel like we all have similar experiences, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, there's uh, that's that's one of the things that you find out once you get off of our peninsula and take your um, message across the country. You're listening to Destination 831. I'm Coach Casey, joined by Daniel Troya. Filmmaker, adventurer, humanitarian, extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, you can catch uh, these podcasts available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Ask that you subscribe, maybe rate, and pass on the word that we've got our podcasting taking place. It's so cool because I get to share the stories of folks like yourself here. What do you want people to be able to take away from this movie that you've done?
1: That's a good question. Um you know, I just hope somebody feels something after watching the film. You know, and it could be a lot of things, um, but I think that every person who watches the film will be able to relate to at least one of the people who was featured in the movie. Um, and yeah, I'd say I'd say that's. I hope someone feels something, and it makes them. You know, if someone feels inspired afterwards, and 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 and. Numerous amount of ways. Who knows how it may inspire somebody? Um, I, I would hope that that's that's what happens. Is they feel they feel inspired in one way or the other oh. by by people's actions that I meet. You right. know, because this film is about every. It's, it's about the people I meet. Yeah, you know. But
0: that common bond, and usually, as as you've discovered those that have the least seem to want to try to give the most.
1: Yeah, it was really interesting as I um I started seeing more poverty in the Midwest, right? And when I started going through these neighborhoods, what st-
0: uh, states and cities you're going through? Share them with us.
1: Yeah, so um basically um I went through Nevada. I crossed the Great Basin Desert um on a ro- on a pl- uh, went on a road called the loneliest road in America. And, and was it? Oh, no question. 400 miles. You're talking four towns spread across 400 miles. Wow. Um, that was unreal. That was my favorite area that I traveled across the country. It was, I'd never been through a desert like that. Yeah. And just, it was just, yeah, that was, that was amazing. How long did it
0: take you to get through the 400 miles?
1: I think I did it in six days. Wow. I think I did it in six And normally I wouldn't have ridden that fast, but just, I had no, there was no option. It was like, you have 84 miles and nothing in between. So I yeah. guess I'm riding 84 miles a day, wow. you know, and, and good thing that was in the beginning of the trip. Cause I felt yeah. strong then if it was near the end, I think that would have been a real struggle. Right. Um, but yeah, I went through Utah, Colorado, Kansas, which Kansas was really interesting because uh, there's some really nice people in Kansas. And I mean genuinely nice people oh. in Kansas. And then when I got to Missouri, uh, Kansas City and St. Louis, that's when I started to see more poverty. And uh, rode through East St. Louis, which had the highest crime rate in the country at the time. It's had the highest crime rate yes. in the last couple, couple yes. of years. Yes. And um, that just made me look at my own life in a different light, and just realizing that not everybody has the same opportunities, you know, growing someone growing up in East St. Louis, there's no, yeah, I think it's tough to get out of that kind of poverty, right. and that was really eye-opening to see, especially because ten miles north, I was in a, a neighborhood in St. Louis that had mansions, yeah. ten miles, wow. and then we're talking East St. Louis, which was just really, really torn up, you know. Uh, Dayton, Ohio, was another place where I rode through where. Um, there was there was a good amount of poverty through there, and I um, I was in, I ended up being helped by a homeless man in Dayton, Ohio, and um, yeah, and just uh, uh, Patterson, New Jersey was another place where I saw a lot of poverty, and um, that was probably the most dangerous place that I slept um, on the trip, and wow. uh, yeah, usually when I would find trying to find a place to sleep, I wouldn't stay in big cities. I'd yeah. try to ride out to the countryside or something. Sure. I felt safer, but that was a night where I got kind of in a weird situation where I was wandering the streets of Patterson at, I think it was like 1230 at night. And that was uh that was a scary night. Oh boy.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I know Kevin Armstead direct uh, owner of destination 831 from Patterson would agree with He's you He's from Patterson. Oh, I right. need to talk to him about that. Yeah, talk so to him about we're that. We're glad that you're back. Yeah. Daniel Troia joining us. Destination 831, our podcast, we're talking about his movie. We're all in this together. Hope you can join us. It's going to be next Saturday. January 18th, 7 o'clock, Pacific Grove Lighthouse. How many people, tell us, are you excited about the premiere and having people get a chance to see your work?
1: Oh, man, it's unreal. Unreal, yeah. the fact that, that if, if somebody wants to come and just check out something that I've worked on and I want to share with people, that means the world to me. Yeah. It really does, you know, and uh, I'm just super grateful for the opportunity to be here with you and just uh, if people want to come and see the film, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about sharing this story this story and I feel like uh, yeah I'm just grateful for anybody who wants to come and check it out
0: and you were saying that it just it's been several different versions of this movie yeah definitely it's kind of funny with. because
1: that's a good point coach because when I first got back home it took me i co- i'd say three four months to really understand my experience you know because there was so many different things that happened along the way and just that kind of lifestyle which once again i'm fortunate to where I left and I knew um I was fortunate enough to be able to leave, and my job told me they would hold my job for me. Right. And so, um, but even then, yeah, just that lifestyle after a while was really, really started to wear on me. And um, coming back was, was an adjustment period. And um, I'd say that, um, you know, one of the big takeaways I have is just being acknowledged as a person. Um, when my appearance started to change, I was getting less help. Even when someone would help me um, later on, it was more like, here's $5. And when I would start to ask them a the question, it was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. People wouldn't want to talk as right. much. But when I was cleaner cut like this, they people were way more, more totally. Okay. And so, and once again, even even if I was receiving enough food yeah. and money, I, I felt like I wasn't getting the acknowledgement as a person. I felt like I wasn't being seen mm. based on my appearance and just I was looking more like I'd been on the road for yeah. a longer period of time. And once again, I think that the things that were happening as I was, you know, more, for example, when I was having, if more and more nights were happening where I was having to sleep in a dangerous place, that anxiety and that yeah. stress was, was wearing me out. And once again, I was putting out that kind of energy towards people compared to now, you know, I'm the bartender. Hey, how's it going? Sure. I'm personable, right. but you know. Oh no, I can understand. This. Yeah.
0: And particularly under those elements, as you said. Boy, all, well, that's what a filmmaker does for his art. Oh, <laughs>
1: you know? yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Um, we'll find out. Yeah. Now, is yeah. that
0: uh, this, this particular movie was something that you set out to do starting in 2014. You're having your premiere. It's coming up on Saturday, January 18th, 7 o'clock yeah. at the Lighthouse Theater. Once that happens... What Are some other things you're going to do to help get the word out about we're all in this together?
1: Yeah, thank you for asking, man. Um, I really want to spend this next year just um, traveling the country and showing it in as many places as I can. I'm going to be entering it in film festivals and I want to set up a tour across the country and showing it in universities and different venues. I feel like, uh, just with, with the election year coming up right now, just the division, I think, you know, is going to continue to grow, and I just feel like. I would love to share this film because it's just showing, um, you know, we all go through the same experiences, and regardless, like politically, we have our own, Good. our own like preferences and stuff. And I just feel like with the media and all this stuff, it's trying to divide us, man. And I, I hope that people a takeaway they come from this film is they feel like we're we're there's more that brings us together than what separates us, mm-hmm. you know. And that's that's, um, yeah, that's something I really hope people. Take away from that. That's a quote. My, my uncle, I, I appreciate my uncle. He he says it all the time. He says, there's more that brings us together, and I believe it. It makes sense to me. I'd certainly like to hope that's you know? true as well. Yeah. You have to believe in that. Yeah. How long is the movie? Hour and 10 minutes. Okay. Hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. It was uh, it was tough putting it together because yeah. there's a lot of experiences. As I mentioned, I made three different versions, and the first version was focusing more on my lifestyle you know, but I felt like as time went on, I needed to pick. Is this a story about me or is this a story about right. the people I'm meeting along the way? Yes. You know, because, um, yeah, so I had to redo it. And uh, I think an hour and 10 really is a good amount of time. And for, you think
0: it was better movie removing yourself and telling the story with the other people? Yes,
1: yes, yeah. to, to, to keep with the film, right. you know. And um, I was fortunate to have a, real, a lot of um, really scenic drone footage. And it's funny because that drone footage got in the way. Because I'd have so much, I had a lot of beautiful footage, in my opinion, and mm-hmm. I wanted to put it in the film, mm-hmm. but I had to keep reminding myself, what does this have to do with the story? Advance you know? the story. Exactly.
0: How about music? Is that, was that an integral part?
1: Oh, man, I'm really excited about the music. Really excited about the music. I'm yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, so the score of the film is done by a, a group called Portugal, The Man. Okay. And uh, I met them three years ago and shared the idea of my film with them, and they they were on board with it. They said, yeah, when the film's done, let us know. And uh, I, I will say that there, there's an overall message in their music, which I really like. And I think that the music is all connected with the film. Right. And I'm really excited about being able to feature their music in my film.
0: That's great. Now, once again, social media information somebody's checking out, wants to find out more about you, and we're all in this together, the best way they would do that.
1: <laughs> uh you, you know, can't think of this stuff now. that No, you're definitely, going definitely, on, yeah, definitely. Uh, as of right now, I think the best option is to follow a page on Facebook called Biking for Kindness. Biking for Kindness. Yeah, yeah. I think as as of right now, yeah. that's the best option as far as if you want to follow this. Okay. And uh, and then after that, yeah, I'll be putting out more information about other showings.
0: Very good. But, um, and of yeah. course, the big showing is going to be on Saturday. That's January eighteenth, seven o'clock. Lighthouse Theater, your chance to see on the big screen. We're all in this together. You haven't seen your movie on the big screen yet, have you?
1: No, no. Really, exci- really excited about this yeah. uh, opportunity. And I think it's really cool to live in a time era where, uh, you know, you don't have to go to film school to make a movie. You know, there's a lot of opportunities yeah. now, with, with, and there's a lot of great equipment out there. And I think that if you have a story, you know, you can tell it definitely. So that's exciting.
0: Not just a story, but if you have the passion and you have a heart that cares, and that's the situation with you. Thank you, man. I can see that.
1: I really appreciate that. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I, I do want to say is um, when there were tough times in the road, like when somebody would help me and go out of their way, and somebody really cared, meeting those kind of people made me want to continue. Sure. You know? Motivation. No inspiration. question. No you question. don't want to let them down. No question. And yeah. then you'd hear stories about the hardships they'd faced, and it made me look at my own life, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this person got through it, and look, at, look up how much they, you know? Sure. And so that that was inspiring just to think like who am I going to meet next? Yeah. You know?
0: Well, I'll tell you what, I'm glad I met you about eight years <laughs> ago. <laughs> yeah, and I'm delighted to have you join us here on Destination 831, Coach Casey, along with my special guest, Daniel Troya. He's the director, the star, producer of We're All in This Together. I hope you join me Saturday, January 18th, seven o'clock for the premiere at the Lighthouse Cinemas. Daniel, so proud of you, and I wish you all the very best. Thank you for life. having me, Coach. Really well, appreciate it. How to you be here? You. Thank All you. Right. And thank you very much for joining us.
1: Thank you, man. That was that was that was good.